The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is your host, Vincent Jenna, and this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I'm coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina, where the sun is out right now. It stopped raining finally. Darn, I just got half of the hull built in the ark. But I'll just keep it aside because we'll probably be needing it another time. Um, thoughts and prayers go out. I had heard, but I didn't do much research on it about a possible earthquake that occurred in Mexico. I got to do some research on that. I did see that online. I wasn't sure. Didn't hear any news about it. Um, supposedly a 7.7. I'm not sure. But if anybody knows about that, you can chat that answer in or give me a call and let me know for sure. So, yes, um, caller, please hold on. I do have a caller. I am going to be going to the phone lines as well. So you can call in at any time. Anytime you have a question, no matter what my show is, this show is about you. It's not about me. And so if you have a question that's very important um, for me to be able to get to, call in 816-251-3555 at any time. Um, I do have just a couple of announcements. First, uh, today's show was is going to be around um, when you think you've done everything that you can possibly do. Um, and um, actually, the quote is from Thomas Edison. He said, when you think you have done all that you can do, you haven't. That was his line, and I loved it, and um, we're going to talk more about that. But a couple of announcements just to let you know what's coming up for me. Um, I, you know, I do these shows each week based actually on uh, what I hear from so many of my clients during the week uh, or in my, my career. I also do it based on what people have emailed me, questions they've emailed me, things I have even read in social media. That brings up a lot of the subjects and topics that I discuss here. But what's most important to me is what you want to hear. So I know I have some faithful listeners out there. Um, well, at least one or two of you. And um, don't worry, you'll get the check in the mail for listening. No, I'm joking. Um, I don't pay anybody to listen. I hope they listen because they're gaining something out of the show. But what I'm going to ask you to do is write me. 
write me and let me know what you would like to hear on this show. What would you like me to do on this show? If you would like me to do uh, nothing but readings the entire time, I don't mind doing that as long as I throw some educational stuff in between all of that. Um, if there's a particular topic, subject, uh, there were times where somebody had asked me to talk about the metaphysical meanings of the Bible, and I had started that. So anything you would like me to present to you on this radio show, because it is about you, email me. But email me at info, I-N-F-O, at vincentjenna.com. Info at vincentjenna.com. That way you don't get mixed up in the thousands of other emails I receive. Um, boy, I would love that to be a thousand emails I receive from all my fans, but usually 999 of them are spam emails. <laughs> so, um, no, not really. But yes, please email me so that I can help you in any way that I can, I, I truly am. And yes, keep calling in, that's great. So we have a couple of callers here. So I'm gonna take one to start with and then you know, talk about a little bit about this when you think you have done all you can do, you haven't. And the only reason why I've come up with that topic is because I find myself constantly telling, and it may, and I may be telling, you know, a couple of the callers today the exact same thing, and and what it is is they tell me, oh my gosh, I've worked on that. Oh my gosh, I did so much work on that. Oh, I've taken care of my past. I can't believe that's still coming up. That's usually the response I get when I'm telling them where their blocks are coming from, and um, I want everybody to know it's not that you haven't worked on your issues it's because you're here and if you're listening to shows like this obviously there is something productive that has occurred within you there's something that cares there you become open-minded you become inspired you're getting guidance and receiving that and that's fabulous and wonderful so don't ever take away from the work you've done However, if you're going to come to a person like me, a psychic therapist, that's why I use the word therapist at the end of psychic, because I'm going to see what else needs to be done. Just like Thomas Edison said, you can do all the work you want. There's always more. And there's always more only because we want to continue growing right? We don't want to become stagnant. So don't be disillusioned because you have more work to do. <laughs> it's I, I had one client just the other day and, and turn around and, and say to me, I'm tired. I'm tired of struggling. I just want to win to fall in my lap. I want a whole bunch of money to fall in my lap. So I don't have to do anything else except travel all over the world. And I'm like, okay. So that is your goal, is just travel all over the world, okay? You can make money any way you want, go and work, and you're going to be working real hard to make that amount of money. And But, but to just have it fall in your lap, nothing is going to fall in your lap, not even through the law of attraction. It's not meant to fall in your lap. You're going to have to work on putting something into the law of attraction. And then there are always positive inspired action steps to have to take. Steps, steps take work, okay? Steps, steps in your life. You wanna to go to the store, 
you just don't appear there. You have to get yourself ready. You got to go find your keys. You got to get your bag. Nowadays, you've got to get your mask, your disinfectant with you. You get in your car, you drive to the store, um, you put your mask on, you may go out, you stand in the line before you get in the store. You now follow the arrows and stay six feet apart from each other. You go and you get your one item, two items, three items. Make sure you walk up and down the aisles the correct way, the way they're directing it. That way you're not on top of each other. That way you're not passing along a virus. So there are steps to take in life. Don't become lazy. And those steps are worthwhile. You know, the reward at the end. Yes, you go to the store, you get food. That's the reward. You come home and your family says, oh, thank you for picking that up for me. Oh, my gosh, that's the reward. Or you get, did you get me the cookies I wanted? You didn't? You forgot? Oh, man. That's not what I tell my wife. She gets me all the time what I want. And then when you take steps for yourself in life, which I'm going to tell these callers, I've got the callers coming in, you're wonderful, and I'm going to tell them that they have steps to take. And they're not going to get mad and they're not going to get upset. They're going to be grateful and thankful that they now know what else to do to make their lives turn out the way they want. That's the whole thing. You want your life to be what you want, what you deserve then understand there's going to be a continuation of steps to take. And guess what? When you get to the other side, there's more steps to take, just different ones and without a body. You won't have to worry about dieting and going to the grocery store at all. But there's still steps to take. All right, we're going to come back to that even more so. But right now, I'd like to go to our first caller. And so, Elantra, you're on the air on the Stop Stopping Yourself show with Vincent Jenna. How are you today, Elantra? I'm fine. Hi, Vincent. I'm happy to talk to you. You know, I heard you on Coast to Coast last week, and you mentioned oh. Unity Online Radio, and I'm so happy that I found out about it through you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. You're, you're already several, – several people have said the same thing hearing me on George's show. I love George. He's such a great guy, and it's a great that you were listening. So, so tell me, tell me if there's a question that I can help you with today, Elantra. And what a beautiful name, just to let you know, by the way. Thank you. Yes, I have a question. Um, Go ahead. Excuse me. I have a long-term karmic pattern with friendships and relationships that has been extremely frustrating my whole life. And I'd like to know from you if you feel that it is now time for this pattern to be dismantled and transformed uh, because I really, really wanted to. And if so, if this is the time, um, what can I do to help it along? Yeah, how do I change this? Oh my goodness. Elantra, that's an incredible question. And I'm sorry that you've gone this long in your life. I'm sorry it took you this long to even find me so I can answer that for you because I would have answered that question for you even 20 years ago. And it's going to be the same answer I would come up then. There are two, and this is for everyone. This is why this show is so great when you ask questions because everyone is going to benefit from the answer. So, Elantra, there are two most important things we learn from our parents 
and our environment growing up. And it's only two. The rest we can learn from the rest of the world and from school. But the two most important things is, number one, that we're lovable. Number two, how to love ourselves. Now, that pattern of how to love ourselves. See, everything stems off of love. When we come into this world, we were created from love. We are made of love. And so everything we care about is going to be translated into love. You see, the jobs we go after, when we feel fulfilled, we feel lovable. We feel deserving. When we get attention from people, that's positive. We feel lovable. When we feel negative attention, we feel unlovable. So the pattern that we are going to now treat ourselves and also cause manifesting in our lives is how we were treated growing up. Your relationships that you have attracted and you attracted each and every one once you became an adult, your control was in your hand without knowing it in your unconscious mind. But the pattern and the people that you have attracted was solely based on what you learned about yourself. And so when you walk out of a house and you're a young adult now and you are not believing you are lovable and you are not believing you are good enough, you are not going to attract the most positive people in your life. And so the relationships can become negative. And I'm talking not just from lovers. I'm talking from friends. Family is another story because you didn't necessarily attract them in your life, but you did choose your family when you came in. So it obviously can be a pattern you were trying to break from a past life. So you are attracting and causing not that you're a bad person, but you are bringing in the negative people that will treat you bad, that will treat you um, in a negative way somehow, whatever it is. Be, betray you in some way, abuse you, be critical of you, um, constantly negative around themselves. It doesn't matter, but it's the pattern that you are used to. So this is the answer on how to completely change that. You have got to go in and you've got to reparent little Elantra. People have heard me say this over and over and over again. Why do you have to change little Elantra? Because she's still inside of you. We're an accumulation of our entire lifetime and the first set of beliefs that she took on because of the way she was treated are still in your mind in your unconscious mind, in your deep recesses. And unfortunately, some people call that the darkness of them. It, all darkness is going to be in the child's mind, not the adult's mind. Because children, children become fearful. Children catastrophize. Children um, don't have the wherewithal or the reasoning to put things in place and order in life, not until they become adults. But that doesn't matter because you now have those beliefs. So you have to let little Elantra know how incredible she is, how beautiful she is. Um, the male pattern, it's not just the male patterns, it seems to be the female patterns too. Was it was it mom or was there another female in your life who was critical of you, Elantra? Um, 
Well, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not sure that they, my parents, were that critical. They were, yeah, somewhat critical, but okay. I, I kind of feel this is this goes back to my many many other past lives. It's not well, just, if it goes into your past lives, you brought it into this life. You were going to replicate it in some way in order to heal it and fix it. So when you say somewhat critical. Are you comparing that to the normality of other people and what they go through and what they've been through in life? Who are you comparing that with? No, I guess I'm thinking of like what you mentioned before. I've done a lot of work on this already. I'll repeat your words. Um, and I'm not critical of myself anymore, not for a long time. So mm. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I, to, I don't yeah. mean to interrupt you. I get that. I know exactly what you're going to say, hon. So, so here's the thing that you have to understand. 95 to 98% of the human mind is in unconscious awareness. Unconscious awareness. Any of the work you have done has been in your conscious mind, which is only 2 to 5%. How do you know what is going on in the 95 to 98% of your mind that is in unawareness? There is no conscious way of doing that other than we've created some modalities to help with that, like hypnotherapy. The whole reason for hypnotherapy is to bring to the surface what's hidden what's hidden. If it's hidden, that means you don't consciously know it. But there is another way of finding that out. Because we're spiritual beings and we manifest our lives, Elantra, the outcome, what we see in front of us, is a direct result of what we are believing deep down. So even if this is from a past life, it's still within little Elantra, deep down in your unconscious recesses of your mind. I don't believe it's just from your past life. I do believe that you received more than you're giving credit to for some reason, and that's a defense mechanism. But if you are constantly running into this with your relationships, you've got to understand you're attracting it. And you, not, you cannot attract from a past life anymore. Once you leave your past life, it has no power over you other than the memories you bring with you or the talent you bring with you, but it's not controlling you from a past life and no outside force can control you. It's only the, the mind in this life. So within your unconscious mind, I know you've done conscious beliefs, but because of the outcome, there are unconscious beliefs in there you're still not aware of that are deep. And 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 just from the mere fact alone that there is a little defense going on in you protecting your parents, that's a defense mechanism. And if it, there's a defense mechanism still working, then it's defending something. Let me ask you this, Elantra. How's your love life right now? Oh, well, no, I don't have a love life. I'm chronically ill. Exactly. I'm not exactly. able to. Exactly. Okay, but my... You're my not able to... 
Yes, hon, it's you. No, 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 no. Your main thing may be friends, but I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Your main thing is about self-love, whether it's friends or whether it's romance. You have just proven to me that little Elantra does not believe she is lovable. And that came from your past, not your past lives, this past. Until you go in there, you're asking me how to change it. Until you go in there and you bypass those strong defense mechanisms that's telling you, no, 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 I love myself. No, 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 I think I'm lovable. You will never change your friends and you've just convinced yourself you don't need a lover. But I want everybody to listen to this part too. I want you to envision a garden hose attached to a spigot outside okay and when you turn the spigot full blast on the water coming out of that hose now as long as that hose is completely uncoiled you can use that water for whatever you want you can fill up the pool you can wash your car uh, you can take a shower you can take a drink whatever but if there is a kink anywhere in that hose anywhere it can impede the flow of the water or stop it altogether, and now you can't use that hose for anything. Well, that hose is like our lives, and the water coming through it is that spiritual force that we are connected to. If there is a kink anywhere in your life, and that's including your love life, if there is a kink there, it can stop the flow of the water and therefore, you cannot use the force for anything you want to create, including making friends, including having a great job and being rewarding in your job that you are doing, including achieving your dreams or fulfilling your dreams, including attracting a lover. So there's a kink, and the kink is those inner beliefs that you have not reached yet. And they're hard to go to because we don't want to believe in those things. So, Elantra, that the, the cure is going deep within, deeper. First of all, you have to get rid of your um, defense mechanism by admitting, hmm, instead of arguing with me, a psychic, you turn around and you say, hmm, if Vince is saying that, maybe there is something else. And that's so perfect because, see, people, what did I just say? Thomas Edison said, when you think you've done all the work you can, you haven't. That Thomas Edison said that. That's not me, so don't shoot the messenger. So, Elantra, even though you think you've done all the work you can on yourself, you have not. And the proof of it, you've got evidence the outcome of your life, lack of lover, lack of the proper friends. That means you lack self-love. So the answer is going within, going deeper, bringing little Elantra to the surface, admitting she is feeling bad about herself, continuing to do the work to start believing in yourself, loving yourself, expand your belief systems and spiritually and to understand who you really are, truly who you are, we did not come into this world. Jesus said, live in the world, not of the world. What does that mean? When we come down on the planet, we're coming down to play the game that is going on here. 
Now we don't have to play it like anybody else, everybody else. We don't have to cheat and step all over each other. That's what's meant by not of the world. But if you're coming down here during this time, you could have come down at any other time. But right now they're playing the game of life. You can't decide you want to play chess instead. And right now in the game of life is marriage and monogamy. Those are, those are policies, those are game rules that we're deciding is part of this particular game. In other lifetimes, it was a different set of rules to play that game. In a future lifetime, we'll change the set of rules. But in this lifetime is marriage and monogamy, which means if you are here during this lifetime, you have chosen, you have chosen to experience all of the steps in this game and as with any other game you can't skip the steps if you do then you haven't played the game and then when you leave you kick yourself in the spiritual butt and you feel unfulfilled and incomplete and so you wind up coming back again if you want to know why people keep incarnating here it's because they haven't completed what they wanted to complete that's why or they did it the wrong way. So just understand that you're not done with what you, you have, Elantra. So that is the primary message, and that is how you can break the hold of attracting the wrong kind of friends in your life, is go within and understand you still have that further work. I want to thank you very much for calling. Okay, you take care now. Um, okay, so we will get to the other caller. Um, and caller, the second caller, if you can, I'm going to hold on, if you can, to the to the other side of the commercial break, because I don't want to interrupt you when we're coming close to the commercial. So you see now now uh, here's here's the other thing everybody needs to understand. It's not just your mindset or the beliefs that you're choosing to hold on to that influence you. And that, that it's also your your background what is your background your cultural background where you were growing up where your family's from they have different um principles and beliefs and um norms the cultural norms of that particular society that has been ingrained in people and have been passed down from generation to generation so a lot of times you're not just having to work on the beliefs that were given to you by the environment and by your parents and by the whether it's being critical or not critical, um, your your beliefs are also given to you by the cultural norms that have been taught to you. Right. I know in a lot of the Latino countries, um, family, very important, very important extremely important i'm i'm italian so i i understand that plus i'm a social worker so i do um, have studied a lot of that of and all cultures and in the latino culture it's a familia and the reason why it is familia is because of the area that we grew up in and we had to depend on each other and we had to help each other um like in the South, the reason why family was important is because of, of the plantations and the farming and children needed to be able to help with that. Um, and so they 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 link together in in one way. 
Um, however, Latinos, actually their extended family, grandma, grandpa, great grandma, great grandpa, your aunt, your uncle, that could all be living in the same household. And so you've got all of this intermeshing and you're hearing all of these words from all these different people as your children growing up and you're being very influenced by a lot of things. We're going to talk more about this on the other side. I'm going to get to my other callers. Thank you very much. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and I am your host, Vincent Jenna. Come on back. I'll see you in a minute. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back. We uh, are doing the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and I am your host, Vincent Jenna. And if you are just joining us, first of all, we've got callers calling in and asking specific questions for psychic answers from me. So I'm going to get to more of the calls in just a moment. Um, Darla, hang in there. I'm coming to you next, darling. Um, I have a, a cousin named Darla. Oh my gosh, I love her and still do. Just not been in touch in a long time. Um, so we're talking about when you think you've done all you can do, you haven't. And and um, and and that's true. There it, there really is so much work for us to do. And 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 I understand. We want to think that we've come a long way, and we have. But understand something. I'm talking about the advanced class here. I'm talking about the doctoral thesis going on here. I'm not talking about baby steps and mundane living. We are. You come to Unity Online Radio. Not because you just want touchy-feely, okay, feel good, I did my church thing, I don't need to listen to anything spiritual anymore, I can go back to my mundane life again. No, you come here to grow. Uh, there's plenty of other shows you can listen to if you don't want to grow. But if you want to grow, if you want to evolve, if you want to become the, the, the being that you are meant to be, that magnificent, divine, unlimited being that is capable of knowing what you need to know, attracting and manifesting what you want to manifest, then this is the place to be. But become here open-minded. Come here then knowing there's something you don't know, because if you did, you wouldn't be asking the question, right? You wouldn't have any questions. More importantly, you would have the exact life you want and everything in it fulfilling you completely, because that is the promise of what we can have. So if you then come, keep your mind open and your heart open, and you will receive the answers. So I am now going to Darla. Darla, and Darla, you're located right here in Asheville, North Carolina, one of my favorite places to visit and be. How are you, hon? Thank you for I'm, joining us today. I'm fine, and the first time I heard of you was on Sharon's show, and I do love George Nori. I hadn't heard you on there. I'll have to check for last week but oh absolutely and sharon yes that was fabulous too yes, so was. darla how can i help you hon what is your question today my question is i want to know what the timing is and what and i am waiting for we're going to move out of this beautiful home we moved into five years ago it's a little bit too much for us uh 
too much space, and it's um, we really are happy here. But I don't know if I'm supposed to go back to Ohio to be with my family and help them. Uh, I've done this before. I've packed. I've done it before. But I do it mentally. I'm ready to do it. I'm going to get up, and I start the day, and I do something really good in place of packing and also I don't know what I'm waiting for, and I don't want know what the is the timing wrong. No. Okay, Darla, I'm going to tell you what I've been feeling the entire time that you were talking. Okay. And and again, I want you to be open to this. The reason why you're not motivated to move is because of the reason why you're moving. Okay. A couple of things. When it comes to, you just said that you love your home, but it's a little bit much. Okay. So as we become older and we have to change certain things because of that, like, for example, um, I'm not going to run, you know, miles anymore because I've got, you know, my leg issues or whatever, my the poor circulation. I may run maybe short distances, but not the same as I did. I may not have the same balance. So I used to, you know, do these other things and go skiing. I don't feel like falling down and re-breaking my, my hip, my leg or whatever. That doesn't mean that you can't do any of those things, but we start having some limitations as we get older. And one of the things that we, we are limited in is, of course, the size and the space of the place that we're in. Both my wife and I want to downsize, but not because I can't, because the land is too much. I don't want to take care of it anymore, and I don't want to hire anybody to have to take care of it. So we're going to downsize the land. And um, but But here is the thing. It doesn't mean that we have to be totally thrilled with that, especially when we love a place and you love your home. That's number one. You love where you are. You love your space. So it is a frustration for you to have to leave that. That's number one that I am feeling. Yeah. Number two, yes, you would love to be with your family. I love that idea. However, I love being with my family as a grandparent that I can see the kids anytime I want. We can we can go out to the movies together, take them out to dinner, have wonderful time. A matter of fact, when when my son and daughter-in-law need a babysitter every so often, we love having them sleep over and and take care of them. Oh. But we don't and aren't their caregivers. And so that, see, and you're the one picking up and moving to them to help them out a lot. Now, I'm feeling the help them out is going to be more than just the loving mom, grandparent type of deal. So what's going on with what you need to help them out with over there, Darla? Uh, some of it's babysitting for my great-grandchild. Uh, some of it is helping with one of their business. Well, two of them have a business helping with the businesses. Uh, they just want to put me to work and they want me up there, I think. I don't know if they need that much help. But I want to kind of. Yeah, they want to put me to work and come up and babysit. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Is that your be all end all looking forward to doing for the rest of your life? Uh, no. Exactly. And that's why you are not moving right now. That is the timing. The timing is based on what it is that you want, not what the universe wants for you. So that's why you're just not recognizing.
recognizing that you're unmotivated to move because of the reason. Now, again, like I said, if you were just going there so that you can be close with them and see them and have fun with them, that's great. But there seems to be a condition to that, that you may be either unconsciously not acknowledging. So I would really re-examine that, how much of that you like and don't like. There is no reason why you can't move near them, but it needs to be under your conditions of what you would like to do versus their conditions of what you think they need or what they're asking you to do. Okay. Okay. And then, and, and look at it. You've got it. You do have a beautiful place there. Mm -hmm. Do you feel now is the time? And, and I'm not asking you to answer that right now. These are the questions I want you to evaluate for yourself. Okay. okay. Do you feel right now is the time for that? Do I, you know, I've had a, a friend that was asking her daughter was asking her, Mom, why don't you move by me and and you can live here that way you can help take care of your grandson. <laughs> and and so she was seriously thinking that and both my wife and I looked at her in the face and said, don't you dare do that. Don't you dare become your grandchild's parent, not when your grandchild already has parents, because you will not then have the, the relationship as a grandmother. And and she doesn't need you there as 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 a parent. She wants you to be a grandparent. That's one thing. But when you start moving in with your children and you're taking over the parenting skills because it makes it easier for them, you're the living nanny. They're better off hiring a nanny. You will always regret that because you won't have the same relationship. And those children won't look at you the same way. It's not like mom and dad have left and now the grandparents raising the kids because there's so many of those that have happened all over this country and the world, right? Grandparents raising the children. This is not what I'm talking talking about. So understand, let it be under your condition, Darla, the way you want it to be. But if you are not finding yourself motivated to move or packing and you find something else constructed to, to do, you're not done there. All right. The other thing that kept coming to my mind, and I thought it was because of, of a crazy time in this world, was just put everything in storage that I'm keeping, get rid of the rest, and just travel the United States with the, you know, one of the RVs. But I don't know if that's a, a good thing or if it's my crazy mind. First of all, stop thinking you have a crazy mind. Okay? <laughs> you, you, uh, yes, you do live in Asheville, and there are a lot of crazies there, Dollar, but you're not one of them, okay? <laughs> that's called inspiration. Don't change fantasy into inspiration. What a wonderful thought. What a wonderful idea. However, just you can keep thinking about it and planning it now. Now is not the best time for that. Everything is on hold when it comes to really, truly traveling the way you want because so many things are closed. It's not like you would even enjoy it once you're there and driving around and then coming out and getting a mask on and this and that. <laughs> so you want that part to settle down. But absolutely, there is nothing wrong with that and having that kind of fun. Now, it sounds – I got to tell you something, Darla. As soon as you said that, the energy in you felt so much stronger than the energy moving to your family. Okay. Yeah. So if you have an RV, you can certainly drive to them if you want, as long as they're they're not overseas, are they? They're over here. No, they're in this they're country. In. Right. Yeah. You they're, said, uh, <laughs> what did you say? Idaho? 
uh, Ohio. Ohio, Ohio. Okay. So you certainly can drive to them, spend some time with them, watch the, the great grandchild, you know, a couple of days, maybe a week, and then you get to drive off and say, okay, I'll see you again, guys. I'm going off to to Yellowstone. I want to go see Yellowstone or whatever, right? That's what you, that, yes, of course it sounds good because that's who you are. You're not crazy for goodness sake. Now they may think you're crazy, but our kids always think that we're crazy. You're not at the crazy point yet. Okay. Don't worry about getting a mental assessment. You're fine. Well, thank okay, you so Darla, much. and write up, do me a favor, write about it. When you start doing that, start writing about it because your journaling, your, your experiences can actually become an article or a small travel book. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Experiences, yes, of a, of, of, of a great grandmother you know, traveling the United States. So that would be a wonderful story for people. And more importantly, other people that are at the same age as you can be so inspired to not have to just settle down and retire and decay. And wow, if she has the energy to do that, maybe I can do that too. You understand? Yes, yes, share, share so it with others. Mm -hmm. Be an inspiration and go, oh, by the way, I'm being told to tell you, go to the next drum circle. It's going to be good, but wear a mask and stay a distance. But there should still be something going on coming up that's trying to raise positive energy. And that will be good for you. You're okay with that. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, hon. You take care, Darla. You take care. And drop me a line if you start traveling. Let me know where you are. I'll do that. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How fabulous. Yeah. And and I, I do. I'm going to, you know, share more and say, see, there's so many people, all of you, and it's not just their age. Everybody winds up telling me, well... I, I had this this thought or I had this fleeting feeling, you know, I do that a lot when I see there's I can't tell you how many times with my clients I see them playing instruments or that they should be. So I'll ask them, wait a minute. OK, um, you're not playing anything now, but didn't you play an instrument when you were younger? And they go, well, well, not really. I wasn't in any orchestra or anything, you know. I said, okay, but the question is, did you play an instrument when you were younger? Yeah, I did. You know, um, I, I, I played the flute in school. I said, oh, okay. Did you like, you like the playing at the time? Yeah, but I was just a kid. I said, well, haven't you thought recently of picking up a different instrument? Don't you want to play the guitar? Oh, that was just a, a fantasy idea that was, you know, a whim I thought about. I said, well, how many times did you think about it? Well, I thought about it a couple of times. It doesn't mean that I'm going to go out and get a guitar and pick up a guitar. And I'm like, why not? You thought about it. It's, it was part of you. I said, and you were with music before. I love music. I really do love music. So obviously something is trying to tell you something within you. You see, everybody keeps asking me, why don't I hear guidance? Why don't I hear messages? Why don't I hear God talking to me? Why don't I hear the archangels? Why don't I hear my deceased mother, my deceased husband, my deceased son or daughter? Why don't I hear them? And it's the same as the story of the man who was in a town and the town was flooding. 
And he was praying to God for help. God, I know you're going to help me and save me. And um, all of a sudden he gets a knock at the door and there is the police department with a little rowboat saying, we're going house to house, come on, let's go. And the man turns around and says, no, 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 no. Um, I, uh, God is going to save me, it's okay. Thank you very much though, go save somebody else. And they go, are you sure? And yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. And, and uh, they leave and now the water is up to the second floor and the man is, on his, is in his second floor. And all of a sudden, another big ship comes by. It's the Coast Guard. And they're like, sir, 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 come out and we'll save you. Um, come with us now. And the man turns around and says, no, I don't need your help. God is going to help me. It's okay. It's fine. Now the, the water is all the way up to the roof. And the man is standing on top of a roof. And the helicopter comes and, and lays down a ladder and sends down a ladder to him. And the guy at the end is going, come on, sir. This is your last chance. I can help you. Come on, let's go. And he said, no, I'm I'm a faithful person. I know that God is going to help me. You go. It's okay. Go, go away. And the helicopter just takes off. And of course, the water continues to rise above the man and the man dies. And now he's in heaven. And he comes up to God. And he says, hey, 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 God, listen, listen. What the heck happened? Why am I dead? I prayed to you to help me, to save me, and, and you didn't save me. And God looks at him and says, what are you talking about? I sent you a rowboat, I sent you the, the Coast Guard, and I sent you a helicopter, and you didn't come. So all of the messages that we receive, even in the living, while we're conscious, while we're awake, we don't listen to them. When they're coming to us internally and inspirationally and through our insight and, and intuition and our inspirational thoughts, we don't listen to them. We talk ourselves out of them saying that, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. Oh, that's a ridiculous thought. Oh, I don't have time to play a guitar now. You know, we talk ourselves out of them and then we complain when we don't hear guidance when we don't hear i just prayed to god and i didn't hear anything i get that a lot i get that all the time what's blocking me what and what's blocking you is you not listening you're not listening and think about this for a minute okay think about my first caller um in lantra if you're still listening think about this for a moment you know you have a question why? Why am I, you know, why am I friends the way they are? Or why is my job, if it could be somebody else, why is my job the way it is? And, and then when you get the answer, you say, no, no, I don't think it's that. No, I think it's something from a past life. And I'm like, no, that's not what I see. It's this. And you say, no. So then why are you asking then, right? This is like, if you're going to ask, open up and understand that you're going to receive answers. It may not be the answer you want to hear. And that's a lot of times why we don't really want to hear an answer. We will talk to our guides. We will talk to spirit. We even talk to our souls. But much of the time, we're afraid to hear the answer. Much of the time, we're afraid to hear no, you got to leave that job. If you want to advance, you have to leave that job. As a matter of fact, you have to leave that field altogether because it's completely unfulfilling. You're afraid to hear that because you think, you think that the new thing you're going to go into is going to be worse because you're comfortable being unhappy. You're comfortable being uncomfortable. 
And so you'll hold on to that feeling because it's all you've known. And so you're afraid that the something that is coming along is not better, will be worse. That is a terrible attitude to have about life and about the universe and about the God force and about your soul. It will never bring you something worse. It will only bring you something better. Now, don't be blaming the universe when you go from one lover who is abusive to a worse lover who is abusive. That has nothing to do with the universe. That has to do with you. That has to do with what you believe in yourself. Don't, you know, blame anything for why you don't have the relationships you want, the money you want, the health you want, the career you want. It has to do with your beliefs about yourself. That is the bottom line. So I, I, I see that there is, hmm, hold on. Let me just check. I want to make sure. Okay, no, there is another caller who is on hold, but probably listening. That's okay, caller. I'm not going to come to you unless you want. Um, so, so, yes, there is always more work to do because that is the joy. That is, a, it's a, work is joy. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be because you get growth out of it. You know, um, it's like, you know, sometimes I compare it to, look, if you've got a bad nerve in a tooth and you need root canal, you're going to go through some pain, but at least you've saved your life because that root can actually become so infected that it can cause a, a you becoming septic and you dying. Literally, literally, that's the truth. Um, I'm not saying something new. So... Um, you know, yeah, I liken sometimes the work to that, but it really isn't just that. It's more than that. It's I have worked 37 years on healing my past, healing the scars, working with the scars. I'm 65 years old and I've been doing this for a long time. And you know what? I'm not going to stop doing it. Yeah, the work is difficult and and. I don't know if I even wish I didn't have the work to do because there are such great benefits that come from it. I don't want to risk losing those benefits by not doing the work. Know what I'm saying? That it's just, it's so joyous. Um, Abraham Hicks said it at one of their events. There was a husband and wife attending, and you may have heard me tell this story before. The husband was not in any mood. He really didn't want to be there. His wife dragged him there. He didn't believe in any of this. He did not believe that Esther was trancing Abraham. He thought the whole thing was phony. And so it came to question and answer period. And all of a sudden the husband raises his hand and the wife is so embarrassed. She's like, oh my God, he's going to embarrass me. Don't put your hand down. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got a legitimate question. Let me ask. And of course, Abraham chooses him. And so he comes up to the microphone and with a big smirk on his face and turns around, he says, okay, Abraham, I have a question for you. If dogs are supposed to be so smart, why do they insist on riding in a car with their heads out the window only to get wind and debris blowing in their eyes? Answer me that. 
And Abraham looked at the man and the woman, his wife was totally embarrassed with her hands on her face. And Abraham turned around and said to him, sir, you happen to have asked the most profound question of the evening. And his wife picks his, her head up and the man looks completely shocked. And he said, I did. He said, yes, you did. The reason why the dog rides with his head out the window only to get debris and wind blowing in his eyes is because it's exhilarating. It's exhilarating. The work is exhilarating. It's exhilarating to become that divine being that you're meant to be, even in this limited life. I don't really know how much we're supposed to. Are we really all supposed to be walking on water? Well, you know, that would make life boring, especially when it feels so good to ride in a boat, you know, especially when it's so exciting to be on a cruise ship. Why would we want to walk on water then? So, <clears throat> no, I don't think that we're meant to do all those things that Jesus told that we can do or that the law of attraction says that we can do. I don't think we're meant to do that. I don't think we're meant to just will $1 million in our bank account and it just appear there. Or, or that we go out and we buy the lottery tickets and that we get every single number. I don't think we're supposed to do that because we would never appreciate the reward without something, without putting an effort in. And that's usually what happens to rich people, right? The greatest complaint is that rich children, rich people do not um, appreciate what they receive that's handed to them on a silver platter. And that is the truth. So just understand that. Okay. Oh my gosh. I only have two minutes left. And another caller just came on. Uh, Marie out of Kansas City. Oh goodness, hon. I'm going to, you're on the air. Uh, Marie and Sherry Dillard, I love you. Marie is on, but Marie, if I can't answer your question, will you promise me you'll call back next week? Yes, yes. Most okay, well, come to, go ahead. What What is your question, real quick, Con? Okay, well, I'm thinking about going to college, um, but I am hesitant because I don't know which. I I love the arts. I'm over. I'm close to fifty something. And it's not willy-nilly, and I want to do something, okay. I think. I don't know. mean to interrupt you. We're coming down to it. This is what you need to do. You need to meditate because I'm hearing Archangel Michael says you will get an answer. Sit and meditate and said, what is in my best and highest interest? Show that to me. We'll talk more about that. Do me a favor, Marie, and everybody out there. I'm having a Facebook Live event this Sunday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern. Marie, write me at info, info at vincentjenna.com. Write me that question, and I will fully answer it online Sunday at my Facebook live event, okay? Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for joining me today. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show with host Vincent Jenna. Come back next week and every week and join me at my Facebook live event this Sunday evening. I love you all. Have a fabulous week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I am an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.